It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Best-selling author and Washington Post reporter Liza Mundy has written The Richer Sex, How the New Majority of Female Breadwinners is Transforming Sex, Love, and Family. And she's joining me today on Amy's Table. Hi, Liza. Hi, Amy. So, How are you? Good. I have to ask you, what did you discover here? Who's having a harder time with the women making more money, the women or the men? Well, you'd think the answer would be the men, wouldn't you? I mean, that's, that's, uh, we talk a lot about backlash and men feeling threatened by women's achievement. But increasingly, you know, men understand that it's good to have a, a productive, earning wife, that two incomes are better than one. And sometimes it can be women who um, are, you know, are sort of are surprised. I mean, women are very surprised when I tell them that almost 40% of working wives out-earn their husbands. Um, many people in this situation think that they're the only couple in this situation. They have no idea how common it is. And I, I think in some cases, you know, we still think of ourselves as behind. And, and in one sense, we are. I mean, there still is a gender wage gap. Women don't earn as much as men. And yet, even so, within relationships, more and more wives are out earning their husbands. And, and, and this is not necessarily something that women have expected. And young women actually in cities who are single make more than young men because women are better educated now than men are. And that's a whole new, I mean, that, that changes the way that they date. Women are making more than their boyfriends. In some cases, they have boyfriends who are fully willing to invest in their careers and have the woman be the primary earner you know, going forward. And that's a whole new kind of, a whole new prospect and a whole new future for young women to contemplate. Well, Liza, you mentioned that women are better educated than men now. Is that the whole reason you attribute this out-earning? No. I mean, so women are 50 per 57% of college and university students now. They're, um, you know, outnumbering men in graduate school as well. And, 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 at the same time that that has been happening, our economy has been changing. And we certainly knew during the recession, you know, men lost three-quarters of the jobs lost during the recession, which illuminated the fact that our economy is changing and we're losing these high-paying industrial factory jobs that used to be available to a man with a high school education. Those jobs are waning, and men are still adjusting to that new situation. It's an economy where it's more important than ever to have a college degree, and women are the ones who have been getting those degrees. And meanwhile, while there's, there still is a gender wage gap, there still is discrimination in the workplace, there's less of it than there used to be. So the payoff to a college education for a woman is much greater than it's ever been before. So all of these trends are converging now to push women forward, as I said, in a way that women have not really expected. Yeah, it's... And, and don't fully understand. Right, that's interesting. And think they're alone in this out-earning. Well, you mentioned that, you know, in big cities, most of the women or many women out-earn their boyfriends or I'm sure their spouses. How does that change the approach to marriage? It used to be a woman would get married for maybe financial security in addition to love. How does it change if she's she's making the cash? 
Right. Women are really having to rethink this. And not only did women formerly get married for financial security because they had to, because there was so much discrimination in the workplace, they couldn't necessarily expect to support themselves. But I think women have also been told that you've really succeeded in life if you've snagged, you know, a doctor or a lawyer, you know, that it's important for your husband to have some kind of prestigious job that you can brag about, you know, either high earning or prestigious or hopefully both. And so women, you know, they're having to ask themselves a whole new set of questions. Would I marry a guy who didn't go to college? There aren't enough male college graduates now for every female college graduate to marry. There's a a changed mating pool. And so women are asking themselves, when I would put that question to women I interviewed, would you marry a guy who didn't go to college? They would say, you know what? I was just talking about that with my friends over dinner or in our dorm room. So this is a whole new question. I interviewed women who had boyfriends who were willing to accommodate them and invest in their careers. And, you know, he would say to her, gosh, you're in graduate school to be an engineer. That's great. Your earning potential is higher than mine. I'll accommodate that. I'll move to California if that's where your job is going to be. And they're looking at a future where they might be the higher earner, the women going forward, and are sort of still like getting their heads around what what that would feel like. And, And having to learn to appreciate a whole new set of qualities in men. I mean, it's it's not, we're not going to be able to match. For the past 40 years, the expectation has been that if you marry, you'll marry someone who's essentially a version of you, who has the same degree set, um, the same earning potential, and, and we're going to have to find other ways to match and, and look for different qualities in, in a partner. Well, you know, Liza, through history, it seems like women were, you know, trying to be beautiful or good cooks or good housewives or, you know, to lure in the man. Are the men going to start to have to develop those traits that we had to historically? Yes, and they are doing so. I mean, economists describe marriage as like a deal or a bargain, and that's not very romantic, and, you know, it's just one way to look at it. But typically people know you've got to bring something to a marriage. Men have brought earnings. Women have brought, you know, domestic skills, beauty, uh, you know, sexual accommodations, and and that is changing. And, And men do understand. I think everybody fundamentally understands that, you know, we, uh, you need to contribute to this partnership. We know men are doing more housework. I know women find this hard to believe, but <laughs> studies absolutely show men are doing more housework than they used to, and they started doing it when women started earning. And and so and, and men are cooking much more than they used to. Uh, the amount of time men spend in the kitchen has has doubled, and the amount of housework that women doing are doing has dropped, and the amount of time that women spend in the kitchen has dropped. And so the, it, again, it may not feel like but there is a shift taking place, and men are bringing other things to marriage. And, well, and there is some suggestion that men are becoming more concerned about the way that they look as well. It's interesting. It, it definitely is a whole new set of dynamics and problems. If you're just speaking with, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Liza Mundy, the author of The Richer Sex. And what particular problems are you discovering are arising for this new dynamic where the woman earns more than the man? Well, you know, obviously, as you would expect, sometimes men can feel threatened or they can feel that their identity has been taken away from them. Sometimes they can retaliate against the woman or even, you know, have an affair with a woman who seems kind of more conventionally feminine. I think that kind of behavior is waning. I think that men are increasingly on board with this. Sometimes women can feel, 
you know, this wasn't what I had expected. I expected complete equality. I had been raised to want a world where I make an equal wage and he works an equal number of hours and just everything's equal and it's the same. And actually, that's not what I'm living. I'm pulling ahead and I'm contributing the earnings and 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 he's not the guy that I thought I was marrying. I mean, that can happen sometimes. But I think, you know, it, women can exacerbate this. Studies show that women are more likely to hold on to their earnings. They're, they're more likely to exercise decision-making power around purchases when they're the breadwinners than men are when they're the breadwinners. Men historically have sort of handed over their pay packet to the woman and said, you know, here, honey, uh, I've kept a little for myself, but, you know, this is what you will run the household with. And women are kind of more reluctant to do that. I think because we've been raised to think that our money is our money and this is our pin money or, um, you know, our shoe money or whatever. And, and I was surprised at the number of women who really sort of don't think of themselves as the provider and they'll say, I worry that my husband feels emasculated because he has to ask me for money. And I'm thinking, well, why is he asking you for money? Why don't you have a joint checking account? And he has his own ATM card. I mean, that seems, but women are still you know, not completely thinking of themselves as providers sometimes, even when they are. So do you see this trend continuing in the next generation being better at it than the current generation? Yeah, I think the next generation is going to be better prepared. And as I said, the the, the percentage of working wives out-earning husbands has been rising since the late 1980s. We know now that, you know, this generation of young women is out is outnumbering men in college. So why wouldn't the trend continue? Why wouldn't we get to a day where a majority of working wives are out earning their husbands? Like what would stop it from continuing to going up if, if in fact, discrimination is waning, if the gender wage gap is closing, and these university-educated women are, are now, you know, men are retiring, senior men are retiring, in many cases they're being replaced by these younger women. So. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time seeing why it would stop well, you know, the rising percentage of women out earning them. It's definitely a trend that I agree looks like it's going to keep around. The book is called The Richer Sex, How the New Majority of Female Breadwinners is Transforming Sex, Love, and Family by Liza Mundy. And Liza, I'm going to put all of your information on amystable.com, but boy, compelling and interesting topic and, and a real change in society. Thank you so much for sharing it today. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit Shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.